With Father's Day right around the corner, what do you give to the man who has everything? Easy. You give him an experience he'll never forget. You give him Omaha Steaks because a world-class dad deserves a world-class steak. The Father's Day experts at Omaha Steaks have made it easy to put a smile on the big guy's face this summer with hand-selected gift packages starting at just $89. Just go to omahasteaks.com and use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout for an additional discount when you shop gourmet gift packages for Father's Day. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. Endless flavor, endless variety, and endless value. Truly, they have perfected more than just steak. Your dad is guaranteed to love every bite. Go to omahasteaks.com, use the promo code BLUEWIRE to get an exclusive savings. Shop for unforgettable gifts that are guaranteed to make dad's day. Because if there's one thing that Omaha Steaks knows, it's the dads want steak. That's omahasteaks.com, promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to save on exclusive packages starting at just $89. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. We are back, baby. The DFS OGs back in the house once again. You've seen us in football season. You've seen us in NBA. And now we are here in the offseason as well, uh, bringing you some banter, some football talk, some baseball talk, some golf talk, some life talk. We are here to talk to you and a new sponsor on board as well. I want to say thank you to the folks over at FanDuel, the new sponsor of the DFS OGs wow. podcast. Uh, let me get to my boys here, then we'll talk some more FanDuel. Chop Noto, as always, boys, I believe this is year three of the pod, so starting a little bit early this year, but excited to be back here talking with you guys. So, Chop, let's start with you, buddy. Been a couple weeks since we, we wrapped some NBA. We took a little bit of a break, and uh, here we are back in action, middle of baseball season, middle of golf season, wrapping up the NBA. We'll obviously talk some NBA finals previews as well and some of our favorite bets. Uh, over on the FanDuel Sportsbook. But Chop, how we doing, my man? Hanging in there, man. Doing doing good. This, uh, you know, summertime's always interesting. It's like this, the calm before the storm, you know, is going to happen. So they came to us and said, uh, asked if we could do, a, you know, a podcast during the summer, kill some time. And I was like, why not, man? You know, baseball is, I was telling Noto before the show, baseball is just like, it's pretty simple stuff. You don't do anything until lineups come out. So there's not a whole lot of stress there. And you don't have those late scratches like the NBA and all that other stuff. So uh, why not, man? We'll do we'll do a little uh, a little podcast. But 
Yeah, we can get into it here in a little bit, but I've already it, it's not even July yet. I've already I'm already kind of tired of the whole family thing, man, to be honest with you. Oh, I'm with you. Kids have been out of school for about two weeks, and I'm already counting the days to when the schools start back up because they're always here. They're they're always around. Like, don't you guys have any friends? Go do something. Just give me give me five minutes to breathe. But uh, I agree. I'm I'm already kind of summered out already. But uh, this gives us an hour away from all that to to hide from the wife, the kids, uh, and what else. So let me bring in, talk some golf, talk some Noto. We got to bring in our boy Derek. How we doing, buddy? Yeah, doing good. Good to be back. Uh, and it's nice to actually look forward to the show towards the NBA uh, end of the regular season. That was a grind, man. Uh, you know, we were just doing shows saying, well, if this guy's out, then play these guys. And uh, if not, then, you know, who knows what to do. So uh, it's good to have some meaningful basketball back, uh, although the playoffs have been pretty crazy with all the injuries going on. And uh, yeah, good to talk some, uh, you know, offseason football and a uh, little golf. So I'm excited and ready to get it rolling. I could see where it would be a ground for you guys since I was pummeling you in our, our bets contest. So you, you just didn't want to show up to, to the pod. So uh, kidding, of course, we're going to mix in some different contests and stuff along the way, but want to talk again about our sponsor, FanDuel. Uh, obviously, if you've never heard of them, you must be living under a rock. If you haven't checked them out yet, uh, go and do that. And it's not only DFS, uh, an, a very easy-to-use sportsbook app. I mean, one of the best, in my opinion, out there. Also, a casino at, at your fingertips. Anytime you want to hit the blackjack tables, play a little craps, play some slots, they offer that uh, as well, and even some horse racing uh, action over there. So as far as DFS goes, some big contests in the lobby for tonight. Again, go and check them out. We got the 300K Monster uh, in the MLB, if you're a high roller, and we may very well give away a monster ticket here moving forward. So uh, a little tease there. No giveaways this week, but moving forward, uh, we are going to work with FanDuel and maybe start giving some of those tickets away to the listeners of this show. So uh, make sure you're hanging out with us each and every week. They also have a 500K clutch shot for the NBA, just a $7 entry there. Uh, so something for everybody there, just the one game tonight. Phoenix and Clippers, we'll give you our thoughts there. Uh, in the betting market as we go. And of course, PGA kicking off tomorrow, right down the road for me, you know, not, not far away here. Uh, the Rocket Mortgage Classic, they have a $125,000 Eagle contest, just a $7.70 777 buy-in on that one. Uh, and we'll give you some picks in golf as well. Derek, our golf expert, so we'll get some, some long shots, uh, maybe some DFS plays uh, in golf as we go. So got that free roll coming, but we do want to give something away. We want to start big here. We want to get things rolling. What we need you to do, if you guys have been with us for a while, you're new, you're seeing us for the first time, I'm sure you've seen one of us or all of us in some combination doing things, but we love doing this show. What helps us out are reviews, especially over on Apple Podcasts. Give us, get over there, give us a five-star review, hopefully. I mean, don't, don't be the guy giving us a one, two-star review, uh, but give us a review over there. What you have to do, though, is leave your Roto-Grinder screen name along with that review, and we will randomly pick one of you to win some free RG Premium. We're not talking a week. We're not talking two weeks. We're not talking a month. We are going to give you two months of free Roto-Grinders Premium just for simply leaving us that five-star review. Remember, you have to leave your Roto-Grinders handle in that review so we know who you are, uh, and we appreciate that in advance. So, Guys, the plan for the show today, we'll talk a little bit of NBA. Obviously, the playoffs uh, in full swing here. Both series still very much in flux. Uh, we obviously have the honest injury to talk about. Uh, so we'll preview the NBA finals, take a look at some of that. 
Uh, we'll also look at some golf stuff, like we mentioned. You know, look at some of the plays for this week, some of Derek's favorite bets. Uh, we'll look in the FanDuel Sportsbook, uh, see if we can find some long shot winners. And then we want to cover some NFL as well. Some of the news that's happened here, along with some of our favorite bets in the prop market. And we are going to go through at least one conference this week. Uh, hopefully we can get to everybody. We want to go through some of the win totals for some of the NFL teams and do a quick over-under, give our thoughts. Maybe we can attack some of those here uh, early in the season. And as always, we're going to mix in some life stuff uh, and we'll try to take it light uh, and have some fun with it. Moving forward, if you guys have ideas of things you want us to talk about, topics you want to have discussed, you can reach out to any of us in a private message on Roto-Grinders, on Twitter, send us an email, whatever it may be. We are here for you. We want to cover what you guys want to hear. So enough of me babbling here, guys. Let's get into some NBA here. We have Phoenix tonight and the Clippers. Uh, we saw a hell of a game from Paul George the other night. Uh, pretty much carried that team to victory, but it was Reggie Jackson. It was Morris. We saw a lot of guys step up. So, Derek, I'm going to start with you here. If you have a lean on a bet here, we have Phoenix minus one, uh, 215 total here in the, in the FanDuel Sportsbook. So let's just talk real quick this game tonight, and then we'll talk about some other NBA stuff. What are you seeing for tonight? Any strong leans uh, in the betting market here? Man, this Clippers team is something else. You know, down 0-2 in the first round against the Mavericks, down 0-2 in the second round against the Jazz, and then they lost Kawhi. So uh, we've already ridden them off three times, and it uh, feels like I'm riding them off a fourth time. I just feel like uh, the Suns are a better overall team. I know they kind of uh, rallied to win, you know, game five there in Phoenix. But uh, Chris Paul, he knows the importance of closing out a series. He's already lost a 3-1 lead in his career. So I'm going to take the Suns tonight. Um, the pace in these series have been very low, uh, very slow-paced. And, uh, you know, it took an amazing night of shooting from the Clippers to hit the over last game. So uh, if I'm doing a little two-team parlay, two-leg uh, parlay, give me the Suns and give me the under. All right, Chop, any thoughts here on this game? Suns, small favorite here, 215 on the total. I can honestly say I have no idea. I think I think uh, the uh, Clippers and Tyrone, Tyrone Lue stumbled in to the best thing possible that could have happened to him, which was Zubac getting injured and not being able to play. Had he, had he kept running Zubac out there for 30-plus minutes, L.A. gets beat in game five. It's a four-to-one series. It's a, now he get now he's forced to go back to the way he got here in the first place, which was go small. This nobody's had an answer for that super small lineup that the Clippers have put out there without even without Kawhi Leonard, which is imagine if they had Kawhi, they'd they'd be the favorites to win this whole thing easily. But uh, so that's kind of like if if Phoenix can come up with an answer to that. They close this thing out tonight. There's no doubt, and they, and I'm I'm impressed with their coaching. So I think they probably do. But if they if they can't come up with an answer and they keep trying to you know do the same thing with Aiden that Utah did with Gobert and 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 they didn't make an adjustment here this past game, then it'll it, it, the Clippers will force the game seven and then it, it'll be a complete coin toss, man. So I'm going to say I favor Phoenix tonight because I, I believe in the coaching. I think this is pretty good coaching on Phoenix side. I think they can make some adjustments here to that small lineup. But um, man, the Clippers looked so dominant in that game, in that game five there in Phoenix. And I never expect them to look that dominant against the Utah Jazz either when Kawhi Leonard went down, but they did. So they keep uh, surprising me. So it wouldn't be a shock at all if this goes to the seventh game, but I'm going to, I'm going to favor Phoenix though. All right. I'm going to kind of go to the other side. I'm going to go with the Clippers here tonight. I think they force a game seven and for a lot of the reasons you just named, they're making the adjustments uh, and Phoenix kind of slow 
uh, to do the same here. Paul George uh, has heard enough about the choke, the choke artist that he is, pandemic P. I mean, he looked like a, a flat-out top-five superstar in the league uh, the other night, and I don't know if they have, if they have an answer uh, for him. So let's transition to DFS tonight. Speaking of Paul George, Chop, will stay with you. Obviously, Aaron Fandle, he's going to be the guy everyone wants to throw uh, in that MVP spot. So is that the right way to do it? Do you see somebody else that, that we could put there? Obviously, guys like Booker, Paul, uh, Aiton have shown big ceilings here uh, in this series. Is George the answer? How are we handling that MVP spot on FanDuel tonight? Uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, FanDuel's different than the other sites in DFS because of the, you know, the the way they set set up their showdown stuff. So I, I don't think there, I don't think, yeah, you could take a shot on Devin Booker and hope he gets hot, or you could take a shot on Chris Paul and hope he puts up like a triple-double. Could happen, but. Otherwise, I think Devin, I think Paul George is your guy, man. I think Paul George needs to be in that MVP. I think uh, you just got to eat that chalk, and where you got to get different is trying is in those two utilities. But or you switch up those next two, the star and the pro, where you get weighted. You know, there's going to be like that second spot is going to be very heavily Devin Booker and Chris Paul, uh, one of those two guys. So maybe you get different there, or or in the utility spot, you take a weird player there and maybe you're lucky, but. As far as that MVP, man, I think you got to ride Paul George out. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, if Zubac ends up going tonight, still listed as questionable, if they go back to him, uh, if they stick with the small lineup. But I agree. I mean, we've seen ceilings out of guys like Reggie Jackson. That, that could very well be, uh, if not the high score on the slate, uh, second or third highest where you need him in those spots. So, Derek, same question for you. Paul George. In that MVP spot, is is that a lock? That's where everybody's going to go. Is, is that the way to go, or can we get a little bit different there? Yeah, it's certainly where everyone's going to go, uh, but I think that's the right choice. Um, you do have to get different somewhere, though, uh, like Chad was mentioning. If you do plug in the big three, if you put George, Booker, Paul, and MVP, Pro, and Star, um, you're going to be stuck with uh, 7750 left, and then uh, anyone running you know, any kind of projections is going to throw in Crowder, and then – you're just running into uh, you know a, a really chalky lineup. So for me, the way to get a little different is in the pro spot. Um, I don't mind looking at Reggie Jackson. I mean, this guy just coming out of nowhere. Um, he's had more 20-plus uh, point games in the playoffs than he did in the entire regular season. He's playing for a contract. He's an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. And uh, we, know, we know he's going to play 38 to 40 minutes. So um, I think that's a way to get different uh, in the pro spot. And then it gives you a little bit more to spend on your utility and then obviously Zubox, uh, we got to monitor his status because Morris and Cousins and guys like that uh, could see a lot more minutes if he's out. All right. Uh, let's turn our attention to the Eastern Conference. Uh, I am a Milwaukee Bucks fan, so I'm uh, head down a little bit here uh, after last night's game. Uh, tough, tough there uh, watching my boy. A two-time MVP nonetheless, uh, airball. Uh, not only one shot, not only two shots, but three shots, then go down. Uh, with an injury. So we'll see uh, what happens. It was encouraging that he walked back out onto the floor. They were down 20 at that point. There was no reason to put him back in the game. But uh, the fact that he was mobile, at least, was somewhat encouraging. We'll see uh, what the news brings here. So, Derek, let's stay with you here. Th does this change the Eastern Conference? It seemed like Milwaukee was going to roll. Uh, Atlanta's been pesky this entire postseason. You have to give them credit without Trey Young uh, going and winning that game at home. Big performances. Uh, from guys like Bogdanovich, uh, Kevin Herter, uh, played very, very well. 
does does the tone of this series change now? Does as the pendulum kind of swung back to Atlanta? Is this all based on Giannis's injury? Just quick thoughts here on the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, I was hoping to get a uh, you know boots on the ground take from you uh, since you get you're a local fan. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll be honest, it looked bad. Um, it was uh, good that he walked back out, but then uh, you know once it was a twenty point game, he kind of just went back to the locker room. So. For now, it's a wait and see. I mean, I was looking at the uh, futures bets, and right now, to win the NBA championship, the Suns are minus 150, the Bucks plus 400. So uh, the books are obviously taking, you know, Giannis's injury into account. Uh, as far as this series, yeah, it's pretty much, uh, you know, set as a pick em right now. I think you still got to give the edge to the home team since they got uh, two of the next three games. But the Hawks don't go away, man. Anytime you count them out, they're similar to the Clippers in the Western Conference and that. They just keep winning games that I don't expect them to. So um, if Trey's back, uh, that game five is probably going to decide things. Chop, thoughts here. Uh, my boys choked it away. Giannis is banged up. Uh, is Atlanta take this thing? Did Milwaukee still have a shot here? Uh, any bets you want to lay there? I, I'm that plus 400, pr- pretty nice number there if you still believe in the Bucks. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, if, if you if – you are like have some kind of inside info on on Giannis. You <laughs> I'm could trying. Some, I'm you, trying. Well, it just anybody in general. Like if that's where that's where you like if you, if you knew like uh, you know he's going to be all right in a game or two. You could you would pound that number right there plus four hundred right. But I don't. I mean, just looking at the way his knee bent, man, I'll be shocked if the season wasn't over with. But you know, I've been wrong before, and maybe he isn't like made of rubber. Who knows, man? But. Uh, I still think they can win this series without Giannis. It's a best out of three. Two of the games are going to be in Milwaukee. So you can win the series without Giannis. And then what happens? Well, then maybe you you cross your fingers and maybe you get a Clippers team that doesn't have Kawhi because I think he's out for the year too, basically, and they're just not announcing it. But And maybe that's a great equalizer. No Giannis, no Kawhi, and then we'll just play with the role players. So there's still a chance here, man. But So I'm, I'm still going to favor Milwaukee. I think they make some good adjustments at home. And they win this this next game to take a lead in the series. Uh, like you said, Atlanta's pesky. They're going to stick around. But I still think Milwaukee can get them. I'm just really, like, disappointed and over the whole NBA thing right now. All these injuries. We're not really getting nowhere near the true teams out here and the true star player. The star players are the ones that's going down. That's what sucks. So it's just disappointing, man. It's just been a disappointing end to the season. So, uh I don't, I don't know that we're going to crown the true champion, but it, we'll watch it and we'll hang on to it. And I guess if Chris Paul wins it all, then he can still, you know, I guess there, there'll never be an asterisk on it, but, you know, you know what I'm saying. There's no asterisk, but there's an asterisk. I hear you. I mean, it, it's been disappointing even as a Bucks fan. Like they, they should be rolling right now and to struggle, especially in a game last night, no Trey Young, and you just kind of stumble in there and get punched I mean, in the mouth and don't get off the canvas. It, it's can you imagine a world where three weeks from now we're crowning the Atlanta Hawks the NBA champion? That would be like yeah. otherworldly. Nobody would have ever imagined anything like that taking place. That's where some of them long shot futures bets uh, come into play. So uh, we're going to have some of those uh, all throughout the show, uh, which we will be doing every single week, by the way. We'll be here with you uh, every Wednesday afternoon, again, presented by our friends over at FanDuel. Derek, let's go back to you here. Simple question. Who do you think the finals is going to be? And as a fan, who do you want it to be? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think it's going to be Bucks and Suns. I think that's a very obvious answer. Um, yeah, I, 
I guess that's probably what I want it to be too. Uh, if we got Kawhi, or I'm sorry, if we got Giannis and then a full strength Suns team, it's just yeah, so many of these teams dealing with injuries. Uh, all four of these teams have had uh, guys go down. You know, Paul had COVID. He also had the shoulder injury. Uh, Bucks, DiVincenzo, now Giannis. Uh, the Hawks, obviously, with Trey and Bogdanovich. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's wild. Um, yeah, I guess I just want to see – at this point, after the Jazz loss, I'm just rooting for chaos. I want game sevens. I want underdogs. Um, so give, give me the most entertaining series, and I, I think that would be the Suns and Bucks. Yeah, I, I think I'm – obviously, I want my Bucks to go. Uh, Atlanta would be a hell of a story, though, like Chop said. I mean, who who would have thought that they would even be this far? Hell, who even thought they'd be a playoff team at this point with, with some of the young pieces there and uh, way ahead in their development? So, uh, obviously, want my team to go, and I think Phoenix would be the best matchup, the most entertaining matchup. Uh, they've been maybe the best team outside of your Utah Jazz, Derek. A, a little bit of a jab here, but uh, they've been probably the most consistent team outside of them. Uh, all season long. So I'm with you. Bucks, Suns, uh, I think would be the best series. And that's what I'm pulling for. Chop, any different answers here? Who, who do you think it's going to be and who do you want it to be? I think it's going to be Phoenix against, I'm going to say Milwaukee. Because well, I, I thought you were going to sting me there for a minute. You, you, <laughs> well, were, you were, getting, you were loading thing. up the punch. No, it's, uh, I think Milwaukee, because like I said, two, Two out of three games in Milwaukee. We're, I don't think we're going to see Giannis, but we really don't know if we're even going to see Trey next game either. So there's so, just so much out there, and and I think Milwaukee's got just enough to get them. So I'm going to say Phoenix against Milwaukee, and I think I think I think Phoenix is going to get it, man. They're just a solid, well-rounded team, and I think eventually uh, they're going to win this championship this year. But who, do, who would I, I wanted to see? Man, I really wanted to see a healthy Clippers with Kawhi and Paul George take on the Nets. That would have been cool, but Oof. we're way past we're way past things like that happening. Good things like that happening. Yeah, I mean Clippers plus seven hundred right now in the FanDuel Sportsbook. So if you, if you want a long shot, even the Hawks plus five fifty. Derek, you mentioned Milwaukee plus four hundred. So I mean, it seems to be Phoenix the heavy favorite to win this thing, but there are some decent uh, odds here on some of these longer shots. So. Uh, really don't hate any of those, taking some shots there. So, guys, any other thoughts in the NBA? Uh, if not, we can transition over to a little bit of golf talk before we talk uh, some NFL news and some team totals. Anything else you want to talk about here uh, in the NBA, Chuck? No, nah, I think we're I think we're good. I just I would just I know you know Adam Silver would never listen to the podcast, but yeah, uh, <laughs> if he's a big fan, you never know. If he did, man. Get it together, Adam. Come on. You need to start this NBA season later than you typically do. You know, you put I've always said you need to push it back. Opening day needs to be Christmas Day. That would be awesome and help on all kinds of different levels. But uh yeah, get it together, man. Come on now. Derek, any final thoughts here? You got anything to say to Adam Silver while while we have this platform? Yeah, thanks for tuning in on a weekly basis, Adam. We appreciate you. Um, I was just going to say, yeah, the Suns were down 2-1 to the Lakers. AD gets hurt, changes that whole series, and uh, now they're the favorites to win. So uh, these series can change in an instant. Um, so, yeah, betting on one of those underdogs doesn't seem like a bad idea. Yeah, Adam Silver, you know, feel free to share this feed on, on the NBA.com and, and some of your other media outlets as well. And Derek, one more jab for it. Did you have some Utah futures? I, I know you bet your team. Uh, no, I, I didn't. Um, 
I, I mean, obviously was betting on them each game and uh, that hurt enough. So, uh, yeah, that was rough, man. Uh, once Kawhi went down, it kind of just seemed like uh, everything was parting ways uh, for the for the Jazz to make the ship. We had Chris Paul missing the first two games of the next series as well. And, man, uh, Terrence Mann went off for – I think it was the most points he ever scored in a game since high school. Yes, uh, yep. <laughs> just brutal. Just brutal. And, Chop, I got to jab you as well. Your Rockets came up one pick short Listen. in the Cade Cunningham lottery. Now there are, uh, you know, there, there's some good players there. I think Cade's the number one consensus, but there, there's some I'm, other options I'm, there. I'm okay with that, Beer. I'm okay with that, considering that, first of all, I haven't even watched the NBA lottery in years because it's just, you know, we haven't been part of it, so I have no reason. And this that was a, that was a sweat, man. That was a sweat because if, if the Rockets' name – ends up on that board anywhere outside the top four, <clears throat> we don't get the pick. So, like, that's a – and can you imagine the setback? So, yeah, they, they couldn't afford to lose that. So, yeah. I mean, guys like Green, Evan Mobley, I, I think they're going to be all right there uh, with that number two pick. So, all right, let's transition over to some golf. Again, we have one of our, our golf experts here from Roto Grinders uh, giving you guys some info. So, Derek, let's take a look at, at the, the course in general. Uh, FanDuel plays, if you have any of those. Uh, looks like some of the odds-on favorites. Bryson DeChambeau, plus 750, heavy favorite here uh, in the FanDuel Sportsbook. In fact, uh, he's way above the flapping the field here. Next highest odds uh, is Reed at plus 1,500. Webb Simpson, plus 1,700. Uh, Hideki, plus 1,700. So those are uh, your kind of four favorites in the event. So, not as, as star-studded as a lot of the bigger events here, but, you know, still seems like a, a pretty good cast of characters here. So why don't you just give us a general layout, your thoughts here uh, with the – what it's the uh, Rocket Mortgage Classic here uh, right in my backyard in Michigan. Yeah, are you going to attend the event at all? I – unfortunately, softball, this is about the only hour a week I can carve away that I'm not on a softball field somewhere. So as much as I would love to – I uh, don't think it's in the cards for me this weekend. Back to back to the softball world uh, for more tournaments. Nice. I saw our boy Hoop in the, the Pro-Am today. Uh, I did see cool. that. So <laughs> anxious to see how he does out there. I mean, he looked ready to rock like, like he's been hitting the gym. I mean, Hoop's taking this serious. So I hope he represents us out there. Yeah, so uh, the course should be very easy. The last two winners here, 2,500 par, 2,300 par. Um, it's going to be a birdie fest. Typically, when we see that, it brings more randomness into play, more volatility. So uh, Bryson obviously deserves to be the favorite. Plus 750, kind of hard for me to bet on it. I would rather just take five or six guys in the 50 to 60 uh, range. So the guys I like outright, I like Cameron Dragali, plus 4,300 on the FanDuel Sportsbook. I like Doc Redman. Uh, he's got a couple good finishes here. Uh, played well last week. I like Matt McNeely. And Max Homa, he's already won once. We've already had four guys win twice on the PGA Tour this season, so he's looking to become the fifth. Um, so, yeah, I like those guys um, for kind of longer shot guys. And what I've noticed about the FanDuel Sportsbook, which is nice, is the outright numbers, they're pretty equal no matter what sportsbook you're looking at. But the top five and top ten numbers on FanDuel are so much better than they are on any other sportsbook. So if you do like to do those, you know, the outrights are fun, but um, the money's probably – at least safer, at least it's easier to make uh, if you're betting those top five, top 10, top 20 bets. And the numbers on FanDuel are just so much better than everywhere else. Yeah, and you also have the matchups. And I know you do a lot of different matchups uh, over at scoresandodds.com, so make sure you're checking them out as well. Uh, but there's a lot of different ways to, to bet golf. First-round leader, overall leader, the different matchups. So FanDuel Sportsbook has you covered uh, in a lot of different ways here. So 
Uh, Chop, any thoughts here on, on some golf this weekend? Well, I usually like to wait till like Wednesday night and then read read Noto and STO cards and those guys. <laughs> but uh, I did have another another person I talked to about golf, and he said DeChambeau is going to obliterate this course this week, and so he's gonna he said he's gonna run away with it. So uh, take that for what it's worth. If I'm looking up and down those odds, I might. If I was going to throw something on there outside of DeChambeau, I think I might, might take a little shot on Ricky Fowler getting on track here. So that's about all I got. Can I interest you guys in Phil Mickelson? Plus <laughs> 8,000 8, on Phil. I know he had his big moments, and that's probably the last thing he's ever going to win, but plus 8,000 in the FanDuel Sportsbook. Any, you guys your, are furiously shaking your heads no here. Let me be your bookie. Send me your 20 bucks. Oh. You're going to bet on him. I think Phil kind of did his thing, and he's going to – like that. Might he might be on cloud nine for a few years now, and he might not have any, any desire to go out there and do anything else. So uh, at least not at – anything that's not a major. So I don't know. You never know though. All right, Derek, any FanDuel plays for DFS? Uh, again, they have the $125,000 Eagle, just the 777 entry on that one. Any FanDuel specific plays here uh, for golf this weekend? Yeah, the pricing uh, is always a little soft on FanDuel, which I like. Uh, you can get in a lot of studs. And so you have to be starting your lineups with Bryson. I usually don't lock any golfers into my builds, but uh, every lineup I make this week is going to include Bryson 12-2. We mentioned, you know, he's got half the odds of everyone else in the field. So, uh, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me to see him run away with it. He did it last year at this course. Um, he's obviously the best golfer in the field. So love Bryson. Um, and then kind of under the radar, guys, um, if you're looking for to load up on three studs, I like Roger Sloan, really cheap, 7400 uh, I think he can can get the job done. Not a guy a lot of people have heard of. Pretty good stats across the board. He had a top 25 here a couple years ago. Um, Doug Gim, another guy, uh, great ball striker, and doesn't look like he's going to get a lot of ownership this week. Typically, he's a guy that everyone loves to play. Um, but, yeah, good on Ben Grass, good on um, these type of greens. So I think uh, he can make some noise as well. All right, make sure you get in there and get in those contests. They tend to fill the night before. you know. So, Derek, what time does this thing uh, kick off in the morning? usually starts at like 6.30 local time. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be real early. Yep. So don't try to uh, think you're going to squeeze in uh, tomorrow morning. So I, I'm with Chop. I, I like to read everything the night before, uh, get some lineups in, and then uh, you sit back for four days. Uh, the golf sweat may be funner than any sweat we have uh, in DFS uh, and FanDuel doing it big again uh, with that $125,000 Eagle, just $7.77, so a price point for everybody all right let's transition now to nfl everybody's favorite and you know we're, we're going to talk plenty of nfl throughout the year uh when we get into the season we'll do our same weekly breakdown of each and every position and, and game and all that but uh we're just going to try to hit general off-season topics pay attention to the news obviously training camps will be starting so we're going to go over some team totals before we get to that i think the big news that, that we haven't had a chance to discuss yet the big Julio Jones trade uh, to Tennessee. So just wanted to get your guys' quick thoughts on how this affects the Titans. Do they become uh, somebody you want to bet on in that FanDuel Sportsbook uh, to win the AFC or win the Super Bowl? Also, how does this affect the Atlanta Falcons? So, Derek, let's stay with you. That was the big trade here in the offseason. Uh, we still have the Aaron Rodgers uh, saga to come. We don't need to hit on that anymore. But uh, quick thoughts here on the Julio Jones trade to the Titans. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, you had one of the better defenses in the NFL already. Uh, they used uh, a lot of play action, and that's just going to be an even bigger weapon. 
this year. Um, you know, got two of the better deep threats in football and AJ Brown, Julio Jones. Uh, you got to think it's going to open more holes for Derrick Henry. He's not going to see as many guys in the box. So uh, this offense should absolutely steamroll. And uh, it's just a question of whether they can stay healthy and whether their defense can, uh, you know, be good enough to, to, to count when it matters most. And that's in the playoffs. So uh, certainly interesting there. Um, it's not great for the Jags as far as, uh, you know, playing in the same division, but um, as far as the Falcons go, yeah, it's going to open up a lot of things in the passing game. Um, you know, one of the rookies, Kyle Pitts, we typically don't like tight ends um, and, you know, rookie tight ends, but I've hear, I'm hearing the word generational being thrown around uh, with this guy. And I was looking at uh, his odds to win rookie of the year, and he's got the best odds of any non-quarterback um, of the rookie class. So certainly got to keep an eye on. Um, obviously, I don't know rookies as well as you guys, uh, and I'm having to do more research than usual at this point in the season. Um, so I, I kind of like having to look ahead more than I do uh, in normal year. Yeah, I mean, generational, I think, just fits here uh, with this guy who's basically a, a giant wide receiver. You know, to, to call him a tight end is kind of – it's a positional tag I, I don't think he deserves. He is a wide receiver. You're going to see him out, uh, split out wide, basically trying to fill that Julio Jones role. We know Calvin Ridley is going to step up, and he always has uh, when Julio Jones is out of the lineup. But uh, I don't think it's going to take this guy long with his athletic ability, his size uh, to acclimate plus – it's a bad Atlanta defense. They're going to have to throw the ball, which is why Julio Jones uh, always garnered so many targets. Now, he's not going to step in and, and see 160, 170 targets, but uh, I think he's going to be able to do damage from day one. So uh, definitely a guy that, that, you know, he's not going to sneak up on anybody. Everybody's aware of this guy, his talent. Shop, you're our, our resident college football expert. You know this guy very well. So thoughts on Kyle Pitts, thoughts on the fit uh, for Julio Jones here with the Titans. Kyle Pitts, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know, man. I've never, I've never trusted the, the the young tight ends. You know, it's hard for them, but you know, he he is probably one of the best prospects that's come out at the position in a long time. So I think he'll be all right. I don't think it moves the needle for Atlanta very much losing Julio and gaining Pitts. Like you said, a bad defense. They weren't going to be, they were going to be lucky to be a five hundred team anyway. So they don't, it doesn't move the needle for them. I guess we'll see how he gets. So I'm not. Not really that big uh, on Atlanta or Pitts or anything like that. I think they're just average. But uh, for Tennessee, man, wow. Whew, first thing I thought of was, does that make Derrick Henry the number one running back in fantasy? Because there's you can't do eight guys in the box anymore on Derrick Henry. Not with A.J. Brown out there and uh, and Julio on the other side. I, you gotta You got to respect those guys too much to put eight guys in the box on Derrick Henry. So... When we get, you know, past, you know, into December, like this guy's just going to go crazy, man. I don't I don't see how you can stop it unless one of those guys gets hurt. So Derrick Henry gets a gets a huge boost for me, although I was kind of looking at their schedule. It's not an easy schedule. It's a tough schedule as a team. So I don't know. But he's been unstoppable a lot. A lot of times these past couple of years. And I just think this really helps him Derrick Henry out quite a bit. So. As far as Julio and, and A.J. Brown, I think they swap good weeks, you know, back and forth. But I think the main guy that is very steady is going to be Derrick Henry, and he's going to have some monster weeks. All right, let's take a look at the Titans real quick here. Uh, Super Bowl odds, conference odds, plus 2,800 to win the Super Bowl, plus 1,400 to win the AFC. Now, the problem is you have the Kansas City Chiefs who are going to perennial be a roadblock in anybody's way in the AFC, but – 
I don't hate those odds. And I know you have Buffalo, who's playing well, plus 600. Uh, Baltimore, uh, who had another good year with Lamar Jackson, plus 650. Plus 850 for Denver or for Cleveland. I see Denver at, at plus 1,200, which tells me maybe Aaron Rodgers is going to Denver. I, I don't see how they're plus 1,200 with, without him. But uh, any interest in those odds on the Titans, Chop, a team that, that's done well in the playoffs has just come a little bit short. But can they overcome that Kansas City hurdle? Uh, I think that Kansas City is, as the odds show, are, are the, they're the clear favorite. They're the clear best team in the AFC. And uh, uh, but I'll say if there's one team, the one team I think that could that could beat them in the playoffs is Tennessee now. And I know they have a bad defense, but I don't think defense matters with Patrick Mahomes as long as he has a healthy offensive line. That's the only thing he's missing last year in the Super Bowl. But I don't think the defense. And you're not going to stop him with a good defense. He's gonna he's gonna tear. They're gonna tear up a good defense regardless. The way you beat Patrick Mahomes and the KC Chiefs is to keep the ball away from him if you can. There's no, you know, this might be the most equipped team to keep on moving the sticks on Kansas City, uh, drive after drive, keep him off the field, keep him off balance, eat up the clock. That's Tennessee. So I think they've got the best opportunity of anybody to beat Kansas City. Derek, same questions for you, Tennessee. I, I would ask you about the division. They're, they're plus 115 there, but I know you've already laid your, your Jacksonville plus 700 to win a division, so uh, you, you can't have them both. But uh, 1,400 to win the AFC plus 2,800 here in the FanDuel Sportsbook uh, to win the Super Bowl. Any any interest here in the Titans with the Julio Jones edition? I mean, I have a theory to never put futures on your uh, rooting interest because uh, then when it fails, it just hurts twice as bad. So. Uh, I will not be betting the Jags to win the division. I do like the Titans at plus 115. I think that's certainly interesting. I don't think Houston's going to be competitive. Um, and then the Colts, I mean, they're kind of a wild card with Carson Wentz going there. So, uh, yeah, I like them to win the division. You can bet them um, to make the playoffs as well, minus 144. And then, uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't think they're going to get to the Super Bowl, but 28 to 1, that's a, that's a big number. So I don't mind a sprinkle on it. Um, maybe bet you know twice that on them winning the division, kind of cover your bet. All right, our, our boy Dan Bach, old DB730, was messing around in the FanDuel Sportsbook and wanted to know our thoughts on this interesting bet. You can find this uh, under the NFL tab under Season Specials. But it asked, which team's going to have the worst regular season record uh, in 2021? So we'll just give you the top six here. I just want your guys' thoughts. If you see anything uh, that makes sense here, we have the Texans with the worst odds. At, at the best odds, I would say, to be the worst team at plus 250. The Detroit Lions, plus 350. The Jets at plus 850. Cincinnati, plus 1,000. Derek, your Jags, plus 1,200. And the Philadelphia Eagles, plus 1,300. Any of those uh, have interest to you, Derek? I I'll leave you alone on Jacksonville now. But uh, do you see any value in any of these bets here? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it for a bad team to turn it around, it's usually so quick in the NFL. Um, usually this is going to be a team that we're not expecting, but uh, I don't mind going to the Jets. I mean, they're just perennial uh, team that uh, is a letdown, and uh, I don't know if Zach Wilson's going to be any good. So uh, maybe the Jets a plus 850. Chop, any thoughts here? I mean, Houston, Detroit look, look pretty bad on paper. Teams that should lose a lot of games. Do you see any value in some of these other teams uh, if you're making this bet? I think Detroit is going to be a 500 team. So I think Detroit's going to be okay. And I think Jacksonville is going to be improved. I mean, the, the worst team in the NFL has got to be Houston this year. Like, 
they just got to be. Is do we even know if Deshaun's going to play or not? I don't think he even plays this year. We do so. not. And if any, I mean, even if he escapes the legal trouble, there's still the NFL hammer that comes down and is likely half the season to to start. I would think is a, a minimum suspension. Yeah, I'm thinking. Uh, I'm kind of basing this on. I don't think he plays. So I think Houston's going to be really bad. And even if he does play, lost real, Will Fuller the year before he lost Hopkins. Doesn't have the weapons. Doesn't have the offensive line. Running game. Defense is bad. Coaching change turnover. Houston's going to be bad. Yeah, that, that that's why they're the odds-on favorites. So uh, they, they definitely are, are bad on paper. We'll see what that quarterback situation will be if it's not Watson. Uh, they they drafted Davis Mills, I believe, the third round. But uh, going to be ugly there uh, in Houston. It's kind of a running back wasteland as well. They just keep adding all these washed-up running backs, uh, trying to make it work. So uh, interesting to see uh, how that pans out. So. Uh, let's get into some uh, team totals here, and, and we'll just stick with the NFC this week. Uh, we'll do the AFC next week, so we'll kind of balance things out. Again, we are presented by our friends over at FanDuel. Make sure you go and check them out for all of your DFS needs, sports betting needs. Uh, the casino is fantastic, uh, and we are giving away some free stuff moving forward. But this week, again, if you missed it in the beginning, all you have to do, very simple, if you enjoy the show, Go give us a, a, a review over on it, whether it's iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever it may be. Leave your Roto-Grinders handle in the review, and we will randomly pick one person to win two months of free Roto-Grinders premium. So access to all the premium information for all the sports, lineup HQ, some of Derek's golf stuff. So $200 is what that is valued at just for leaving that review. So we appreciate it. We love doing these shows. Go get those reviews uh, done, and don't forget that Roto-Grinders handle in that review. All right, let's talk some NFL team totals, guys. Uh, we're just going to go right down the line here. Uh, in the NFC, let's start with the Arizona Cardinals. They are sitting at 8. Uh, juice on the over at minus 130 here uh, on FanDuel. So, Chop, let's go to you. They brought in A.J. Green. They bring in James Conner. Rondale Moore is another wide receiver addition. Do Kyler Murray and the boys take the next step here uh, this season? Over or under? Eight wins. Tough division, but, man, I think they're going to be much improved. I'm, I'm, I'm going – I think the offense is going to be really good this year. I'm going over. I like the over as well. And don't forget, we got 17 games now. So we get so used to, you know, eight is eight and eight. I mean, they, they can go nine and eight and finish above that. So I, I think the number's juiced for a reason. Wouldn't surprise me to see – uh, that jump up to eight and a half here or sooner rather than later. So uh, I would grab that while you can if you are on the over chop. I agree with you here. Derek, over, under, eight wins for the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, A.J. Green doesn't do much for me, but uh, give me the over. Um, I think Kyler Murray is just going to be uh, even better than he was last year. And uh, he was obviously dealing with that shoulder injury for a while. Um, they still managed to win eight games. They still had a point differential of plus 43. So tough division, but I do like the over as well. All right, we, we should log all these somewhere, see how we do. So uh, I'll, I'll go back and, and make a little uh, spreadsheet for us and track these picks. So uh, let's move on. Team we've already talked about, the Atlanta Falcons, Luis Julio Jones, bring in Kyle Pitts, Mike Davis. Now you're starting running back uh, in Atlanta. They are sitting at seven and a half here with, again, juice on the over here. Derek, let's start with you. Over under seven and a half wins for the Falcons. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, they're a team that uh, always seems to have a good home field advantage. Um, but I don't feel great about them this year. Um, I'm going to go with the under. 
I like the under here as well. I, I just don't see how you lose a Julio Jones. You don't have much of a defense. Uh, Matt Ryan is aging. Uh, you're depending on a rookie tight end and a running back that's never really carried the load in the NFL. Uh, just too many questions for me here with Atlanta. I think they're going to be in a lot of shootouts. They're going to be very fantasy friendly. I don't know if they're going to win many games. I will go under as well. Chop, over under, seven and a half wins for Atlanta. Yeah, the, they threw in that extra hook in there, seven and a half. So I'm going under also. I don't think, uh, you know, you're, you're kind of depending on a rookie tight end to almost fill in for Julio Jones to be as good on offense as you has been, have been. And I don't think that's going to happen. All right, let's go to the next team. We'll stay in that same division here in the NFC with the Carolina Panthers sitting at that same seven and a half number. Juice here on the under chop at minus 130. Over under seven and a half wins for Carolina. What do you got? Yo, Carolina is uh they're one of my sleepers this year. All right. All right. They're going well, over man. that total. They're they're going over that and they're gonna they're gonna make a push for the playoffs. I'm with you on the over there. I, I'm a big believer in Matt Rule. You get Christian McCaffrey back. I think Sam Darnold is interesting here. I don't know that he's the long-term answer, but it's new life. You're away from Adam Gase, you're out of the pressure of New York. Uh, I think we could see this guy uh, start to take off. And the loss of Curtis Samuel hurts, but you bring in Terrace Marshall. You already have DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson in place. Uh, I think big things are in store here for Carolina. I agree with you. I'm going over. Derek, over under, seven and a half wins for Carolina. Yeah, we got to disagree eventually, but uh, like the coaching staff, and I think Donald's going to play pretty well this year. Um, yeah, you just mentioned get him away from the Jets, and uh, it's got to be an improvement. So give me the over as well. All right, let's move on to our next team in the NFC. We got the Chicago Bears sitting at that same seven and a half number. No juice here, minus 110 uh, either way. So, Derek, we'll stay with you here. Chicago Bears, seven and a half over or under? Uh, I have no strong take on this one. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'll just I'll just take the over. I don't, that's all I got for you. All right, hey, that, you don't always have to have a take. I think that's uh, a mistake a lot of people make. I, I, I hate the Bears, so my take is I hope they don't win any games. But uh, at the, the, the looking at it from uh, not a fan perspective, I do think they go under. Uh, we'll see how quickly Justin Fields can get on the field. I do think it's going to take him some time to acclimate to the NFL. So it uh, could be a little bit of a struggle if it is Andy Dalton. Fields could struggle a little bit. I think it's good news for Allen Robinson long term, but – uh, this year, I think they struggle a little bit. I'll go under seven and a half. Chop. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess we can be a little bit different here, but it, I guess it all depends on the quarterback, who they're going to name the quarterback. If it's Andy Dalton, no way do they hit seven and a half wins. But I, I got to think eventually they turn to Justin Fields, and uh, you know the defense is probably good enough to get you a few wins in there anyway, just on its own. So. I'll take the over and hope that they give the keys to Justin Fields sooner rather than later. All right, let's move on. We get our first uh, Homer selection here. We got Chops, Dallas, Dallas Cowboys up next here, and nine and a half Chops. So uh, Vegas and the FanDuel Sportsbook, big believers in your Cowboys, obviously decimated last year uh, with the Dak Prescott injury. He's supposed to be ready to go. Uh, obviously, you see CD Lamb take a step here. I think it's good news for Zeke. I actually don't hate the Dak Prescott for MVP bet yeah. uh, in the FanDuel Sportsbook. I was hoping the odds were a little bit longer, but uh, sitting at plus 1,400 uh, on Dak. So uh, I think he's going to put up big numbers here. Does that result in enough wins here, Chop? Over 9.5, under 9.5, what do you got for your Cowboys? I mean, 
they, they might win the Super Bowl this year. Oh, so I, so I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go over over the nine and a half. I, now, I mean, there's there's a, obviously tongue in cheek. There's some good teams in the NFC, but I do think they win the division. Although it's going to be really tough with Washington, but uh, I think that as long as you know everybody stays healthy, not just Dak, the offensive line has to stay healthy. Then I think this offense is really good. Could put up some big numbers, score a lot of points. I don't think the defense can possibly be as bad as it was last year. They spent all that draft capital in the early rounds on defense. Just need one or two of those guys to pan out. And uh, I think I think the defense can be improved. I, I think I think nine and a half is a is a pretty good pretty good mark because I'm looking at the schedule and I'm not really super like uh, like intimidated by Tennessee has a tough schedule. I said like they got some tough matchups. Dallas not as many, so I, I'm going to take the over here. All right, well, if you want to ride Chop's coattails here, you're a believer in the Cowboys, plus 110 uh, here to win the NFC East, to win the NFC outright. They are, where'd it go? Plus 1,300, and to win the Super Bowl, as Chop says they are capable of, was plus 2,800 for the Cowboys. So not bad, not bad odds there on the Cowboys. So, I'm going to go over as well, Chop. I, I do think they're going to do well. I think this offense is going to be in the top three uh, in the league. I think they're going to win a lot of shootouts here, the, the division itself. Uh, I like Washington. In fact, I'll give you a hot take about Washington when we get to them. Uh, but I do think this division uh, should be between those two teams. Uh, I don't see the Giants or the Eagles really contending. So uh, I'm going to agree, over nine and a half. Derek, thoughts here on Dallas? Are you with us on the over? Yeah, I'm with you on the over. I was going to bring up the deck uh, MVP number. I think that's certainly interesting. And But for whatever reason, it feels like the winner of this division is always right around 500. Um, just every single year, there's like that week 17 game to decide the division. Uh, when both teams are right around 500. So uh, I still like the over. Um, you mentioned, you know, Philly and uh, the Giants not really being big factors this year, at least not that we expect. So give me the over as well. All right, next team for us, uh, Chop, a big fan here of, of the Detroit Lions. So I know where you're going here. He, he said they're going to be 500. Vegas and FanDuel do not agree, Chop. Over under a five for the Lions. So we'll, we'll, save, your, we'll save your hot take on the Lions. Let, let's stick with Derek here. Five is a pretty low number here, Derek. Can they possibly win more than five games? I mean, yeah, they can. Um, I don't think they'll get to 500 maybe. Um, I don't really trust Jared Goff, but uh, he's he's their quarterback, right? He is their quarterback okay. for now. We'll, we'll <laughs> see how long sure. that we'll see how long that lasts. But yeah, he is their quarterback. Yeah, so I don't trust him. But five seems really low. Um, I think they can win some games at home. So give me the over. The under is juiced here at minus one twenty. That should tell you. I don't know that this team. I don't think they want to win games. Is the problem now? Is Jared Goff going to be good enough to win them games? Probably, but if you're Detroit, you're you've blown this thing up. You shipped off your quarterback. I think they want to build this thing from scratch. So winning games is not going to be a priority. That's kind of my concern. I do think they win a handful of games on accident, but I'm going under the five here. It's a low number, but uh, I think it's a rough year for the Lions. Chop clearly going over here, and you get plus plus one hundred on that over. Chop a little, a little bonus for you here on Fanduel. Yeah, I'm definitely going over because, uh, well, number one, we get that extra game in there with the, you know, 17 to get to get that win. So we got the extra week. Uh, you mentioned tanking, but I don't think I, there's nothing. 
I mean, nothing within the DNA of the new head coach and coaching staff that tells me they want to tank. This guy's like Mr. Pump it up, right? I don't think he's going to tank. I think he's going to go out there and and try. I think they're going to come close to 500. And I think the uh, worst worst case scenario, it's really close late in the year. And then you get some games late in the year against like week 18 against Green Bay. Like Green Bay could very well be sitting everybody that week. You know, you could get you can get some of those things happen in those last two weeks of a long season like this. That and a guy like uh, with the new head coach over the, over there and the and the players, they could be like they could really capitalize on that in Detroit because I just don't think they're gonna throw in the towel and try to tank. So yeah, I think I think there's a lot of ways to get out of this thing. So I, I like the over here. All right, if you're following along alphabetically, you'll notice uh, an omission here uh, in the FanDuel Sportsbook. My Green Bay Packers do not have a total listed for obvious reasons. So I, I'll give you guys the floor here. Any thoughts uh, on the Packers here real quick? Uh, where would you set? Obviously, we can't set a line, so we don't need to do that. But uh, any thoughts on this Aaron Rodgers saga? Let's just hit on it real quick and then quickly move on. Chop. I know I need to know where you're you're the guy who should like be tuned into this. I have I'm, I'm have very no tuned into it. I this guy's starting to get on my nerves. That, that's about where I'm at. You, to me, you don't want to be here, don't be here. The yeah. problem is Jordan Love is not the answer. You know, in a trade with Denver, did they get Drew Lockback, who I'm not a huge fan of? I I just think it's gonna be bad news for the team if Rodgers isn't there. But uh, he's very much a, a stubborn guy that could dig his heels in and Simply say, I'm not playing if you don't trade me, and I'm going to go host Jeopardy. I'm going to do State Farm commercials. I'll be fine. Doesn't need the money. So I, I don't see this ending well. He's just, if he doesn't get his way, he's taking his ball, he's going home, then go home. I've had a good run of quarterbacks my whole life. So I guess I could be in Derek's camp and struggle a little bit uh, <laughs> like the Jags have. So those are my basic thoughts. Obviously, I could get a lot more in depth on it, and we will throughout the summer, I'm sure. But uh, frustrated about it, to say the least. Derek, any thoughts here on, on the situation? Uh, there's not a bridge that uh, Aaron Rodgers won't burn. Uh, that's, that's my main takeaway. I mean, his family, uh, his coaches, whatever it may be, uh, he's looking out for number one. So um, love his talent, for sure. If he's on the Packers, I think they'll be fine. But uh, whatever team he goes to, he's going to be going to be fine. But not a lot of friends I don't think he's building right now. No, he's not. The old uh, family first. Yeah, that, that goes out the window with old Aaron Rodgers. So, all right, let's move on. Uh, we got a few more teams to cover here before we get out of here. Uh, we just talked about Detroit shipping Matthew Stafford out. And where did he go? The Los Angeles Rams. They sit at 10 and a half here uh, on the total. You got juice on the under. Big juice, minus 145 on the under. But if you like the Rams, you get them at plus 125 on an over here, Derek. So, uh, pretty big swing of odds here. What are your thoughts on the Rams over under 10 and a half wins? Yeah, I kind of want to bet the over on every team in this division, which probably isn't going to work out. But, uh, yeah, love their defense. Uh, they were number four in DVOA last year, and they were number 10 in offensive DVOA, you know, with Goff. I think uh, Stafford's an upgrade. Uh, I still believe in McVay. So I'm going to take the over. All right, Chop, uh, thoughts here before I get, before I give my uh, two cents here on the Rams. Over under 10 and a half. Uh, I haven't dug into their schedule, but just based on their talent, I think they got a smash over 10 and a half. I think this is the NFC favorite to get to the Super Bowl by a pretty wide margin right now. I would take them over Tampa in a heartbeat. So, man, like, I just, you just, I think, never know what health is going to do in the NFL and who's going to go down in week one or two or three. But 
uh, based on the talent. I, I love this team to go over. I think I think they're going to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I really like the spot for. I think you're really going to see the best of Matthew Stafford here. Who you know, you, you're on a bad team, you you just kind of get by. But I think this is really going to unlock him. And and Sean McVay, a topic. Some people love him. Some people hate him. I don't think that's going to matter here with the weapons that he has: Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. Uh, obviously, the emergence of Cam Akers, that defense. I agree. I, I like the plus odds here. Uh, on this team. And I don't even hate Stafford uh, as an MVP candidate. I like Dak more kind of in that same range. I wish Stafford was more plus 2,500. He's plus 1,700, but uh, I really think you're going to see probably his best season uh, as a pro here uh, in this Rams offense. So I like the over. I don't hate the bet on Stafford uh, to win the MVP. And I don't hate uh, that Rams pick uh, as a long shot here, either chop to, to even contend for NFC uh, or potentially the Super Bowl. So I think good things in store here uh, for the LA Rams. All right, moving on to the Minnesota Vikings. They are sitting at eight and a half here. Heavy, heavy juice here on the over chop. Minus 170 uh, you have to pay to get over eight and a half on Minnesota, plus 145 on the under here. So another pretty large swing uh, in odds over under eight and a half on the Vikings chop. I think the number's set pretty good there, eight and nine, nine and eight. None of that would be very surprising for this team. So I, I, I don't see them getting to like 10 wins. I'd be, I'd be surprised if they jumped up that far. So I think it's a pretty good number, in which case I'm not going to lay minus 170 on a coin flip. So give me the plus 145 side of it. So I'll take the under. Yeah, I'm with you here. I don't have a strong lean. You're right. This team is perennially, uh, you know, nine and seven, 10 and six team in, in the old setup. So uh, nine and eight, eight and nine. You're right. It could go either way. I would lean the under. I, I would take the odds with the under, but uh, it feels like they want you to take those odds on the under with, with that minus 170. So I'll lean that way, but uh, not a strong take here with the Vikings. Derek, any stronger thoughts here on Minnesota? Yeah, I like the over. Uh, I think this is an offense that's going to be very good. We've seen, uh, you know, Cousins uh, with the play action. Davin Cook should be back this year. Justin Jefferson's going to be even better. Still have Adam Thielen. And then uh, they return a top 10 defense from last year. We know Minnesota historically a tough place to play. Uh, I know they've kind of underwhelmed the last couple of years. But I like this team. And uh, we, we talked about Aaron Rodgers. If he doesn't end up playing, um, you know, plus 250 for them to win the division isn't uh, too bad right now. Yep, not bad at all. They would definitely be a contender there uh, with Chicago, Detroit, some of those low numbers there. So it uh, would be Minnesota to be the favorite there. Let's move on to New Orleans. Uh, obviously, the loss of Drew Brees. And is it going to be Jameis? Is it going to be Taysom? Uh, we will see throughout the preseason. But they are sitting at nine, Derek. A little bit of juice to the over at minus 115. Over under nine on the New Orleans Saints. What do you got? I don't know. I feel like I always just want to bet uh, the over on the Saints. You know, Drew Brees was awesome, but, uh, you know, he, his numbers really tailed off there at the end of his career. So uh, I hope they start Jameis. Uh, I think they'll be really good with him under center. Uh, so give me the over. I like the over as well. You know, it's still Sean Payton, one of my favorite NFL head coaches. You still have Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, some game changers. The defense uh, much improved here. And let's be honest, was Drew Brees even that good here in the last couple seasons? Kind of falling off. So, uh, the switch to a Jameis, I think they'll still work Taysom in. I still think this is one of the better teams in the NFC, so I will go over that nine as well. Chop, over under nine wins for the New Orleans Saints. Let me get real close to the mic for this one. All right. You're telling me nine and eight is just a push. So nine and I can live with a nine and eight. I'm not even going to lose my money. 
I'm going to smash the over as long as Jameis is the starting quarterback. As long as they name Jameis the starter, I don't want I don't want any piece of Taysom Hill for a full season. But Jameis is a massive upgrade on Drew Brees. They just locked up another big piece of their offensive line, so the offensive line is going to be set again. Got the Kamara connection coming back. You know, whoever's going to be behind him is going to be a power running back. Who uh, maybe it's Murray, maybe it's somebody else, but Kamara's still there. Like. The defense is going to be solid again. Yeah, nine and eight. Yeah, I don't. I don't see them being worse. I don't see them going eight and nine. Let's put it like that. So, I'm. I, this is might be the biggest smash right here. Give me New Orleans over that nine wins. Yeah, I agree. That that one looks uh, pretty juicy. So that that's one you may want to jump on before the number uh, jumps up a little bit, and, and then you're dealing with nine and a half. So, uh, thinking about it that way, nine and eight sounds like they should damn well go nine and eight pretty easily. Uh, I think there's concerns at the quarterback position, but I agree. You know, Jameis has had a year to sit and watch and, and get things straightened out, and uh, we could really see him being unlocked in this offense. Like we talked about with Stafford, could see the same thing here uh, with Jameis Winston. All right, moving on to the New York Giants. Chop, they are sitting at seven. Uh, juice on the over at minus 125 here on FanDuel. Over-under, seven wins for the New York Giants. What do you got? Hmm. I'm taking I'm taking a lot of overs and eventually people got to start losing games. And so I'm going to start with the Giants here to be losing a bunch of games this year. I'm going under on this one. I think uh, I've heard a lot about like, oh, the defense was good last year. Defense is going to be really good. I don't think so. I, I think I think I don't think the defense is going to be particularly good. I don't think it's going to be any better than it was last year. Don't like their offense. I know they upgraded wide receiver, but. You got to get the ball to the wide receivers with a quarterback. Daniel Jones, don't know if he can do that that well. So uh, I'm going under here because two of those teams in that division that you're going to have to play multiple times, Washington and Dallas, I think are going to smoke you for all, all of those games. So I'm taking the under here. I am under as well. I mean, the positives, you bring in Kenny Galladay, you get Saquon Barkley back. The big negatives to me, one you mentioned, Daniel Jones, the other one, your offensive coordinator is Jason Garrett, and I don't want any part of that. Even with all these weapons, that's not going to be a good offense uh, in New York. I, I just don't see it happening. So uh, I will gladly take the under on this one and take it uh, with the plus 105 here, a little bit of plus money here. So under for me, Derek, what do you got here? Over under seven wins on the New York Giants. Yeah, I like the point on Jason Garrett, and I like Chop's point of uh, if we like Washington and Dallas, we probably don't want to take too many overs in this division. So uh, just not a, a team I trust. And you mentioned their defense. They were actually 26 of 32 teams in uh, total DVOA last year. So, yeah, give me the under. All right, let's stay in that division. Another team expected to be bad. The Philadelphia Eagles sitting at six and a half wins. Minus 140 on the over, plus 120 uh, on the under. Derek, uh, Jalen Hurts, obviously now the, the man under center here. Carson Wentz uh, no longer there. Doug Peterson shipped out of town. It's Philadelphia. Have enough to win more than six and a half games here this year. A lot of question marks for sure, but uh, I mean, Hertz was fine last uh, half of the season. They kind of made a run at the division. Uh, maybe you guys know more than me, but I think uh, you know, that seems pretty low. I think they could hit that. So give me. The I think they go over as well. I feel better about them than I do about the Giants uh, for some odd reason. So I don't think they smashed that. I don't think this is a nine ten win team, but uh, I do think they're good enough uh, with some of the additions with Hertz, like you said. Uh, Devontae Smith, uh, the Heisman Trophy winner in tow. We'll see how he does. But uh, I think that's minus 140 for a reason. I think they win enough games to go over here. Chop, over six and a half or under six and a half on the Eagles. Yeah, I felt like maybe they were getting a kind of a really bad rap 
throughout the offseason, uh, people saying how bad they're going to be. But maybe they are that bad. So I'm going to go ahead and bury them and take the under here. I don't care about Philly. I care less about those terrible Philly fans. I'm glad the Sixers got booted early. And I hope the Eagles get. I hope the Eagles go winless and they and somehow trade away their number one draft pick. And so I, I'm gonna because here's where I, I really think they they stumble at is you got a whole off season now to prepare for Jalen Hurts. He was kind of a kind of a mystery last year when they threw him in there. So maybe the defensive coordinators catch up to him quicker rather than later. I think your your first round draft pick was a wide receiver. At no point last year did I ever see Jalen Hurts flash the ability to like make a wide receiver look good. So uh, maybe that was a wasted pick this year. And um, you know, defense probably isn't going to upgrade at all. So, yeah, maybe they do just completely come out and fall on their faces this year. And it's be, we saw we talked about tanking earlier with uh, Detroit and stuff. Like if there's a front office who actually knows the value of tanking, it is Philadelphia. So maybe they do kind of already are already writing the script of here's how we're going to do it. We're going to tank these games right here. And, uh, so I'm going to take the under here. Spewing all that Philly hate. Let's just say the Eagles will never be a, a sponsor of the show here. That's Chuck, my. So. That's got. I got to put that out there for my boy Zaz. Zazzy. He's a, Zazzy. He's a big Philly, big Philly fan. He was crying when MB got eliminated. So got to <laughs> rub a little salt in the wound here. There you go. We'll talk plenty of Zazzy. We'll be getting chops. Uh, season long fantasy league updates. Uh, you know, all the things you've come to love from the OGs over the years. So. Uh, we're running a little bit later than we would like, so a little bit overtime here. We're going to try to keep this to an hour going forward, but we want to finish off these teams here. Next team up for us, we have the San Francisco 49ers. Big addition, obviously, is Trey Lance. We'll see how quickly uh, he can get on the field here, Chop. But plus or over under 10 and a half uh, on the Niners. Juice on the under at minus 130, plus 105 on the over. What do you got? It's a big number, but uh... – I think they're one one of the leader leader teams in the NFC. So uh, I think they're get a little bit healthy this year. The defense gets back to looking good. Quarterback play can't be any worse than it was last year. So I'll say I'll take the over. I like the over as well. This team that was decimated by injuries and still put a respectable season on the board. So if it's Garoppolo, we'll see. He's the veteran. I think Trey Lance has a lot of upside. Is he ready to go yet? But some of the other pieces on that team offensively, defensively, the coaching, a lot of reasons I like the San Francisco team. So I agree. I'm going to go over here. Derek, San Francisco, over under 10 and a half wins. Yeah, I love Shanahan, uh, but I think their best best path to hit the over is to start Trey Lance. Um, you know, if they start Garoppolo and then they have to turn to Trey Lance, that doesn't really bode well for them hitting the over. So I'm going to take the under. I like the Seahawks and the Rams in the division. Uh, I think Seahawks are next up. So I'll take the under. Well, let's just stay right with you. Seattle on deck here. FanDuel has them at 10, uh, minus 110 both ways. So no juice uh, leaning one way or the other here. Uh, sounds like you like the over on the 10 here, Derek. I like the over. Uh, you say what you want about, you know, Pete Carroll and his lack of uh, knowing the, the right play at the right time. But, uh, man, he's a, he's a player's coach. He knows how to get the job done. Uh, Russ Wilson. Obviously, uh, maybe he requested a trade. Now he's saying he didn't. But uh, new offensive coordinator, sounds like they're going to be playing at a faster pace. And, uh, yeah, give me the over. That's Pete Carroll calling, telling you better bet the damn over <laughs> on my team. So I'm going to go under on him. I'm not as high as you. I, I think this division is going to be very good. you got to deal with the Rams, uh, who we all liked. You have to deal with Arizona, who we think is going to be better. Uh, and you have to deal with San Francisco. So that, that's tough sledding just in the division uh, without even getting outside the division. So, 
I think they struggle a little bit. I, I think if they don't let Russell Wilson go uh, like they did early on in the year, it doesn't help the offense. Maybe he gets frustrated. It just feels like a year that uh, Seattle starts to kind of implode. So I, I like the under 10. Chop, split the difference here. 10 wins for Seattle. What do you got? We'll go on under here. You mentioned the division games are tough enough. Outside the division, you got to go Indianapolis, Tennessee. You got to travel travel to, to Green Bay. You got a New Orleans game. You got a tough conference or a tough division and a tough out-of-division out schedule. And it just like seems like there's just not the talent there outside of Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf to really move the needle a whole lot. So I'm going to take the under. All right, Chop, we'll stay with you. Old, uh, Tampa Bay Tommy oh, up next. Please do. Your, your, your buddy here. We, we please do. We know you're a big fan of Tom Brady, 50-year-old quarterback going for it again. 11 and a half, the number oh, here at FanDuel. Minus 150 uh, on the over here, plus 125 on the under. So 11 and a half, Chop. Tom Brady, oh, baby, got? bring it to me. I love it. Bring it to me. <laughs> Has there ever been a flukier Super Bowl winner? Very rare, very rarely do we ever see a flukier Super Bowl than Tampa Bay last year. And now everybody's like in love with them. No, they're going to repeat. No, no chance. They're going way under this total, team total, way under. I mean, that's I like the, I like the under on that big time. Yeah, I just – good set of receivers. I think Tom got very lucky at times last year in the second part of the year in, in that playoff run, and if – you know, I don't even want to get into what, you know, Super Bowl, they faced a decimated offensive line that, you know, handed Patrick Mahomes to him on a platter. They should have lost the Green Bay game, if not for, I thought, poor coaching. Just go on, on and on and on and on. And so uh, I'm going way under on this one. I'm not a big fan of Tampa Bay this year. I think they make the playoffs, but 11 and a half wins. You're telling me they got to win 12 just for me to cash this thing. No, no chance. I'm going under as well. Uh, the thing that worries me is that the defense is legit. They're bringing back every single starter on both sides of the ball. So, you know, you don't see many teams do that year over year. But Brady got lucky. I, I'm going to say that as well. I don't know that he can carry this team to 12 wins. I think the defense carries the team up more than he does. So it, it's not a, a matter of some of the weapons. I love the receivers there. Uh, the running backs are back. They add Gio Bernard, another pass catching back. But that's a big number. They, they can still be good and not cash this number. So I'm under here as well, Chop. Derek, you with us or against us here on old Tommy? Man, I've never been a Tom Brady fan, but then when they were carrying him out drunk after the Super Bowl party and then, uh, you know, his uh, social media games getting pretty good. Um, I, I'm starting to like the guy a little bit, uh, but I, I think I got to take the under. Uh, we talked about liking the Saints and we all kind of like the Panthers as a, a sneaky team in that division. So give me the under, but uh, man, for him to win another Super Bowl in his first year with the new team, it's just wild. I I did like him launching that trophy around, like it was, <laughs> uh, just a, a random beer you're throwing to your buddies on the lake, just just shipping that thing all over the place. But yeah, it was nice to see that the guy's human. You know, he can have a few drinks and, and stumble around like the rest of us. So. Uh, we'll see what happens here, but uh, it should be interesting to see what they do. All right, let's wrap it up. I said I had a hot take, so I'm going to lead off here. Washington's total sitting at 8.5. You get plus 100 on it, minus 120 on the under. Clearly, I'm going over on Washington, but not only doing that. Washington to win the Super Bowl, plus 5,000. Now, now, hear me out. I'm, I'm seeing the Dallas fan, you know, lo lose his mind over there, and 
let's look at this team defensively lights out. I mean, they, they were in that game with, with Tampa in the playoffs. So I only, I know they backed in a division title, losing record, yada, yada, yada. Now you bring in my boy Fitzmagic, who can still play in this league, was very effective with the Dolphins last season to lead this offense. You have Terry McLaurin going to take another step forward. You have Logan Thomas, uh, an ascending tight end. Antonio Gibson definitely looks like he belongs uh, in the NFL, will only get better at the running back position. Just solid all across the field. Ron Rivera, a decent coach. So not only do I like Washington plus 5,000, Give me Fitzmagic plus 12,000. Oh. Dropping the mic. Derek, you're up. Oh, man. Love the hot takes. Uh, I agree on the over. I'm not sure I would take uh, Fitzmagic to win MVP, but I, I would love to see it. Absolutely. Uh, we've always been a fan of his. And yeah, this total just seems real low. Uh, Chase Young's awesome on the defensive end of the of the ball. And uh, yeah, you mentioned the pieces on offense are just going to get better with Fitzy under there. So give me the over. All right. Well, we'll get, we'll get that. You, you guys want to get froggy? Start start looking at them uh, them MVP odds for all Fitz. Ma- Who wants to sling it more than Fitz Magic? The dude could throw for six thousand yards if he stays healthy. So, uh, so that'll do it for our look at the NFC team totals. We will be back next week and break down the AFC. We will continue our weekly look at, at some golf plays for you. So whether you play golf, you don't play golf. I learn something from Derek every single week uh, as far as golf goes. So even if you haven't played. Uh, we'll get you squared away. But, again, make sure you get over and check out Fandle. Big contest in the MLB, NBA, and PGA kicking off tomorrow. Sportsbook there for you. Casino there for you. Horse racing there for you. Guys, before we get out of here, Chop, I know you're not a Halloween guy, but we have 4th of July here. Something tells me you're that guy that goes and loads up at, at the fireworks tent and just lets fireworks rip all night. Am I right or wrong? <laughs> We're way off on that one. I despise the midnight firework guy, but uh, and I also try to man, I hate it. I don't even want my kids out there doing the fireworks. I've seen accidents happen. I don't I don't like the fireworks. All right. But can we just knock off the fireworks? But PP, speaking of Tampa Bay. Yeah, so uh yeah, but I like the holiday. I love the holiday. We'll have have a little fun. It's a great barbecue and, and Sunday. Get maybe maybe get out to a pool or a beach or whatever you can do. It's all fun. So yeah, but I'm not a firework guy, but Fourth of July coming up. Gotta love it. And by the way, just in case anybody was wondering, Beer didn't want me stepping on, on his coattails there, but I like I like Washington too, man. I like the over on too. So yes, sir. They, right. we'll, we'll move on down. But yeah, it's it's gonna be a great, great summer, guys. They they ask us to come out of our summer retirement for this and couldn't couldn't say yes fast enough great way to kill the time at, at least an hour every week so appreciate you guys tuning in and hope you tune in every single week absolutely we'll be here every wednesday talking uh, life talking all the major sports talking fanduel looking at some of our favorite bets uh, in the fanduel sports book derek fourth of july plans you are you a fireworks guy so uh, i'm not a fireworks guy and i hate the midnight fireworks guy but my wife loses her mind uh, and so I'm starting to like the midnight fireworks guy just to watch her uh, tilt. Uh, she loses it. She's like, she's out there ready to go yell at some people. Uh, it's like 930 at night. So uh, I'm starting to enjoy uh, the late night fireworks just uh, to get her riled up a little bit. But yeah, we go to a little small town. My grandparents uh, are from small town, Southern Utah. So uh, it's kind of a fun thing for the fourth. Uh, my little one's excited. And at this point, that's all that really matters. Yeah, my dog loses his shit when there's fireworks. So uh, we all sound like the old guy, the old guys. The, the OGs in DFS OGs does not stand for the DFS old guys. I promise you. But uh, same, I enjoy the holidays, but 
I used to do it way back in the day. You go in the tent, buy one, get 700 free uh, in the old fireworks stores. But uh, too many losses of hands, fingers. My wife's a nurse, so uh, she ain't let me anywhere near any fireworks these days. So I'll just kick back with a few cold ones uh, and enjoy the holidays. So we hope you guys do the same. Thank you uh, for tuning in. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. Again, if there's anything you guys want us to cover here uh, throughout the summer, we're going to bounce around and cover as many things as we can uh, in our hour we get each week. But if you have any suggestions, things you'd like us to talk about, uh, please reach out to any of us on Roto Grinders or through Twitter. We will be covering the AFC team totals next week, along with more uh, NBA finals should be uh, in the midst of things, PGA uh, and anything happening uh, in the NFL or MLB. For Notorious, for Head Chopper, I am Beer. Thank you to Fandle for sponsoring us here once again. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget, go leave a review over on iTunes, Apple Podcasts for your shot. Add some free Roto-Grinders premium. Two months worth just for leaving a review. Can't beat that, guys. Enjoy your 4th of July. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.